0: With well, shit.
1: Yeah, with shit. I was like, really? I didn't I didn't realize we're we were I mean
0: you know, you're just not being produced by Mike Cruz. True. So. Our number one compliment is how clear
2: it
3: sounds.
0: <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> wow. I listened to your podcast Geez, the in- sound the, is nice. What
3: would you think? Yeah, yeah it was, the, the levels were good. <laughs> <The> <laughs> good.
1: Who did those that's levels? True. Seriously, those levels. Who do you have
0: working on that sound? <laughs> okay, oh, so uh, I'm going to fade play. the music,
3: uh, which is how we start <laughs> the show. Just <laughs> uh, kidding. Show. We started new every time. Yeah, so right? I, uh, I was You'll telling have. my <laughs> crews that
0: I didn't have new a chance to budget. really rehearse in the, the car.
3: Mm.
1: I, so I have I mean, do you want
0: to do like some <laughs> vocal warm ups, like A-I-O-U.
1: just little. Avocado. There's one
3: one Avocado. of those like tongue to uh, tongue. Mariachi. T- Mariachi. I
1: I was at a <laughs> wow, sound violin. check recently,
0: and like the sound guy was just going around, white guy, just mm-hmm. going around saying like burrito mariachi margarita
2: into like all the microphones uh. and like he had like
0: an iPad he was like making adjustments uh-huh. I like that he's like piñata enchilada it was so funny awesome. <laughs> I was like there's nobody here to share this with me That's awesome. so now I just share it on this podcast
1: I'm glad to know I'm glad yeah. to hear about it
3: I, um, I did an event recently where the the uh, there was like an MC and he wanted to do a sound check and then I didn't, I guess I didn't take the check serious enough for him. <laughs> and I wasn't like asking enough questions or he was like, you think that's fine? I was like, good to go, man. And it was just like, you sure we don't have this? And it was just like a hundred questions, but we were set, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, so I can relate. <laughs> uh, Whose breathing uh, is that? Whose who's weird,
4: who's weird breath is that is that? A... <sighs> yeah, that's what? you, Michael. Yeah, your nose was in it? it or something. Yeah,
1: you know, you know, no one really likes it when people ask questions like that. Whose weird breathing is that? I don't think. I don't think it really puts everyone oh, like me. calm. Well, I don't know. <laughs> At rest.
4: I don't think it's kind of more like our last I podcast. Kno- I want to know. Ruined
3: by uh, <laughs> one of our uh, mysterious sinus infections, right? Someone was just breathing because they
0: mouth breathing. Mouth, breezers, mouth breather syndrome. What are you doing over there? Speaking know. of breathing. It's not my department, guys.
1: <laughs> Adjusting <laughs> How do I
0: make this thing taller?
1: Is this close enough, it seems?
0: Yeah, it sounds
4: great.
1: Okay. The squirrel tail.
4: Can you hear yourself all right?
1: Yeah. This is not the, the kind of squirrel that London prioritizes as squirrel. The, the gray squirrel is is the inferior squirrel. It is the American squirrel. In fact, I, I have a feeling like when people saw the gray squirrels, they'd look at me and be like, "Thanks for nothing," mm. because they had the, they had their old red squirrel, and like it's it's sort of it's a, a, a sort of source of pride in a London. Superior like, squirrel. No, it is. They I, to me, it's just a different colored squirrel, but the, to them, it's it's very serious. I feel like the American squirrel. Right. Has taken over the red. Right. The red they're they're brown
0: American on the squirrel. east
3: coast. It's a wittier squirrel. They
0: what about have a, the black they have squirrel, a drier though. sense
3: of humor.
4: Those squirrels, evil squirrels, black yeah. squirrels. Is that racist?
0: <laughs> it's triggering, at least. It's
4: probably not a good idea. Yeah, I mean, we say,
0: don't want to have Ice Cube on it
1: just Period.
4: It. Mm, just probably. don't say it. If it might be racist, just don't say it.
1: I bet not to, yeah. It's kind of the
4: way these days, I think. <laughs> Edit the controversial squirrel
3: bit. <laughs> note, first note, uh, going into post. Don't worry, we'll tighten things up as we go.
1: <sighs> I'm sure. <laughs> Is
4: gray, there's nothing gray, it's racist about gray, but that's ageist. You were probably talking about an old squirrel, a gray squirrel. Uh,
1: it's just synonymous with American. It's, not, gray? it's, it's neither racist nor racist. I did read that,
3: though, about the difference in the idea that they take pride in their, like... Uh,
1: yeah, the red squirrels, but the they don't squirrel, care about yeah. their foxes. I, 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 lived ah. in I lived in London. I thought it was so beautiful. Was, I had six foxes. Like Yeah. Like, like it began with two, but it, eventually it was six because, they you know, they were plentiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... <laughs> And I said something they made about a it. Lot. I just felt so great <laughs> like about foxes. it. I was like, I live among woodland creatures, mm. and I told it to someone who lived in London as well. They're like, Oh, it's disgusting.
0: Really? Yeah. Like, are they vile animals?
1: They. I mean, I guess people think of them like how we think about raccoons uh, or something, like a uh, coyotes. Yeah. Right. But mm. they are much more beautiful. They're really <laughs> pretty. Yeah. Last yeah. time I was
0: in London, I stayed with a friend, and there was one in their backyard. <laughs> yeah. And I was. Pretty freaked out, not scared, but like excited. Yeah. And then my girls are with me, and they were so excited. Yeah. And everyone else is like, yeah.
1: yeah, magical, and and they're like, no magic, mangy, <laughs> no magic. But but somehow but somehow they like the squirrels, which are much more likely to have rabies, I think. But fine.
3: Right. It's like the deer in Connecticut.
1: Yes. <laughs> and Fire <laughs> Island like, how is
3: it. No, but I did. I think uh, <laughs> at some point I read. Uh, I have like an. I have like an estranged uncle in Connecticut. Uh, in case you're listening, Uncle Jay.
2: Hi, uh, hey, Jay. But Jay. I remember. It,
3: I I feel like the last tidbit of information that I heard about Uncle Jay was that his his like his <laughs> pilgrimage was that uh, he was ridding Connecticut of the deer. Uh, overpopulation. Oh, good god. You know, and I was good just friend. like and the way I and the last thing I think I ever With the, like only the last a knife. exchange we had was I, know. Yeah. I had like
1: every every sentence it was after only a this sh- one a sharp <laughs> stone. it was like a really
3: derogatory exchange about deer and I was just like
1: how can you hate
3: deer so much? I, and he was just like they ravage the community.
1: Oh, sure. So I Public
3: get it. it. It's an overpopulation thing. It's not the nature of the of the animal hmm. did he take like because two snow you.
4: plows and put them in a v-shape on front yeah. of his truck and just? i don't know i think he, his, i think
3: his grand plan i swear to god was to Ooh. like uh to inject uh to make the male deer infertile somehow
1: Okay, I just I don't know. I know why he's estranged now. Yeah, I have some real well, concerns. Well, he's, he's about strange Uncle Jay. first, and then he was
0: estranged
3: second.
4: Yeah. I think it's a prerequisite. Yeah. yeah, that's how it works. You can't be estranged without being a little strange, anyway.
0: Well, good. You're, You're listening good. to conference call. Yeah, it's a podcast. You definitely are about our <laughs> about our families. Um, no, it's oh, uh, it's no. not. It's uh it's a podcast though. My name is Michael Antonia. Today we have our very. Uh, old acquaintance and friend, guest, Lauren Marks. With us. Hey. Well, what's up?
2: Hey. Woo! It's me. So welcome, hi. Lauren
0: Marks. Hi. And then we have, um, we have a room full of people, so uh, name check each other.
4: Hey, you're on with Brian. Oh, uh,
3: stayed or what is this, pod left? I am Phil, <laughs> <laughs> Phil Kinoj, live and direct, <laughs> podcasting live and direct. And then I'm going to throw pod left to me.
2: Oh and wait, Lauren we already Jonathan. introduced Lauren.
3: Lauren's yeah. already I left Brian, I think you went you went a completely I went too fast. arbitrary. I ride. thought I
4: was just gonna go fast. Like <laughs> I it thought was you like, were gonna introduce gonna go like like Lena. Lena,
5: like Phil, yeah. Michael. Yeah,
0: as always, we're produced by uh, Mike Cruz. The man with the nice hair. <laughs>
5: so.
3: He has other
4: fine qualities. Stay tuned for too? that. Yeah, not just nice, hair, but his not hair, just is nice exceptional.
2: hair. I have an idea for that. For oh the nice
4: hair. Oh he's got an idea. A little He's bumper. talking
5: off Mike. Yeah. I like it.
4: But he is the man with the nice hair.
5: Mike's talking off Mike.
4: Um, oh, a moment of silence.
3: <laughs> first silence to edit. There you go. <laughs> note. Note.
4: Second note.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Please. <laughs> should, I, should I just launch it in then? <laughs>
4: just jump right in anywhere you want. Um, yeah. I asked Lauren to be on the pod because I ran into her the other day in Pasadena at her book signing. She wrote a book called A Stitch in Time. You want to do a shameless plug right now? Or no, we'll wait till the end. We'll do shameless plug later at the end. Um, Yeah, she wrote a book. There were people reading it aloud to other people. And then she was people standing in a line to have her sign... Said book.
1: That sounds horrible. <laughs> well, that's not the only thing. No, it was great. There People were co- had a really nice time. Yeah, there were I great had a cookies. Time. Yeah, <laughs> there, were <laughs> there were. There, there was, was lots farmers of market treats.
4: Yeah, there, was, <laughs> there was, was. music. It was great. Yeah,
1: yeah all those things. Mm-hmm.
4: It was great. Um, so let me see if I guess I can try to do it as a, a quick introduction. To sort of the backstory behind the book, mm-hmm. and um, and then maybe we can get into where we met. And I w- probably will mess this up. Didn't really. I'm not sure if I can do it right. Um, Ten years ago, almost, mm-hmm. Lauren had an aneurysm rupture in her brain while she was singing karaoke in Scotland. Such a uh, story. And um, the section of her brain that was affected by it left her with a communicative disorder called aphasia which i don't think a lot of people know about for just a
3: second yeah this it. is a my new detail but do you, what song were you singing mm-hmm. at
1: karaoke uh, you you planted that didn't you i didn't
4: i thought about planting it but i really didn't
1: oh gosh um it's a it's both hilarious and <laughs> humiliating and horrifying it's all there's nothing things.
0: humiliating when it comes to karaoke it was
1: total eclipse of the heart <laughs> oh no, that's great uh, wow. which is which is quite a thing to Jeez. keel over with yeah. a medical emergency and you know a, an aneurysm is a type of stroke it's not the more common the uh, isemic stroke it's a hemorrhagic stroke but still it's a stroke and you know Doing a sort of stroke anthem, yeah. And your your friends must heart, have like, really
0: thought you were shit. playing it up.
1: Oh yes, <laughs> oh yes. Um, in fact, there was a video, and because they were we were trying to win the karaoke prize that night, because we were doing a, a show in town, which was not going well. So the karaoke performance had to go very well, <laughs> and. Uh, and my the first thing that happened was my friend, you know, laughed hysterically when I when I keeled over because I was fine. I was smiling. <laughs> oh I was God. singing. I was he up, and then I was down. Joke. So they yeah. thought. Wow. Oh, I, I had gotten secretly drunk. <laughs> you know, like, or a oh, really you strong know. finish. Or, or really just
4: full commitment to, to yeah, the karaoke. commitment to, commitment <laughs> to the and,
3: performance. And
0: uh, a quick question. Yeah. Did you win the
1: karaoke championship that day? You know, having completely blacked out, vomited a few times in a canister and was carried out with one shoe on and one shoe off, I don't know who won mm. i wasn't around for the the winning period of the evening mm. i was in i was in a hospital bed for the uh for the brain surgery se- section of the evening uh-huh. well, she had yeah. moved on to the there brain you know. surgery section <laughs> so I was sticking around back back for the, I, I, won brain the results. I won that though yeah. i definitely won that one clearly she yeah. definitely
4: did win that one because um <laughs> yeah i i won't be able to again i won't be able to correctly um uh sum up what aphasia is, but it's a disorder that affects your communication specifically, your language, your ability to use language. And so, um for our listeners out there, for both of them, if you can imagine still um it, it not being disrupting um well this isn't completely true either. What I was gonna say is like you're still you, but you just the part like you can't speak or read or uh Maybe even correctly hear other people or write. Mm-hmm. But not to say that, because I've definitely been in that place where I've maybe given myself brain damage in the short term where I couldn't really speak, but <laughs> like I was also totally impaired during that time. So uh-huh. to think of, try to imagine not being impaired, being yourself in a way, but just not being able to have the use of language, even all the way down to the point. Um, if this is correct, where your inner monologue, like the thoughts inside your, your head were not there because there was no language to express it in that way.
1: Yeah, uh, well, it's, it's different for everybody who has aphasia, so it's a huge uh, sort of uh, constellation of disorder within that disorder. So some people still retain their ability to have an inner monologue, but I did not. So when I woke up from brain surgery, you know, I was informed that I had brain surgery, but it was not something I had participated in the decision-making about. Uh, And I, I didn't know I had this language disorder, but because I didn't have this inner monologue, which, you know, we all have, which can be very productive, it can be really banal, it just... Oh, you know, I have to pick up milk, I have to, you know, find my shoes, where's my credit card, all these things that you can kind of narrate your, your day with it can also be very pejorative, especially if you wake in a hospital, you could think, well, what am I doing here? How bad is this? You know, is it going to be going on for a long time? Just I, I was sort of spared that, that sort of hamster wheel of anxiety, because I, I just didn't have uh, the voice. But when inside. the
0: doctors said to you, "Well, you've just had brain surgery," like, did that register? Did you? <laughs>
1: I know. So the good thing is, I hearing was fine, but oh, do right. remember I was in Scotland, so everyone was <laughs> speaking <laughs> right. slightly differently. Yeah, so sure. there's a lot of times where I was like, "You need closed mm, captioning in
0: real life." Or... I
1: don't think so. Um, again, i I wasn't thinking it. I wasn't thinking the phrase. I don't think so. But there are lots of moments that just didn't hit the right chords, you know, mm-hmm. especially people would come in, and if I needed something, <laughs> I, I'd be like, I'm not, ch- I don't even know how to answer that question. Mm. You know, uh, even think down to the, to the menu, to just the way people said things. So when I had a speech therapist come to the side of my bed, it was sort of a comedy of errors in some ways, because I was an American being instructed in the English language, by a Scottish speech therapist. So there were just a lot of chasms that you could fall right in, right deep into, like... Un, but that, again, that was somewhat, um, I think, comforting, because I just didn't know how bad things were, not yeah, just because of... But, but yeah. so,
0: to that, like, were you scared? Were you terrified? No. No? Yeah, I wasn't. Because you weren't really aware of what was happening, exactly.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I think... First of all, I was not in any pain, so that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people who have strokes, the um, depending on what side of the brain the stroke uh, occurs, and, you know, they are more affected, than the, the opposite side of their body can be affected. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: the left hemisphere of my brain was where my aneurysm ruptured, so the right hemisphere of my body was slightly uh, affected, but so slightly. I mean... I was able to walk. I was able to dress myself. A lot of people in those situations, you know, have a, a certain amount of paralysis. So mm-hmm. I was spared by some of that. I was also 27. So um, I, I was an unusual age bracket, although that is on the rise. Young stroke survivors are is on the rise, That uh, the phenomenon. But, um, yeah, I think, um, well, you know, Brian was at the reading and, um, uh, and in the book, I described this as well, but what I called the quiet was not just um, something that I can, I imagine, somewhat pejorative in a certain way that I couldn't, you know, use my mind in the way that one hopes to use one's mind. Um, it was also quite beautiful. I mean, I didn't, I, I was just incredibly present focused. If i If I had nothing else to convey, it was just I wasn't, I didn't have amnesia, but I wasn't thinking about the past or the future. And I think language is part of that, right? Because I just wasn't worried in one way or the other. If someone were to say, oh, and they did say, they were trying to remind me of things. You know, you live in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. You know, you're a PhD student. You are touring a show here. I would know those things. I would know truth from fiction. If they say, you know, you like squid Gelato, I I would know that that was not true, um, but I I just it didn't have squid this. gelato is is actually. <laughs> I mean uh, yeah. I, I'm still open to the the world is still open to me. I like their first record. It's a very Portuguese. <laughs> um, no, but I'm just saying that I I I knew I I just knew what fact was you know in fiction. But I was not activated like the way that we have spontaneous memory recall constantly. That's how we do things. That's how we have our decision making. That was just completely mute too. So, Mm. um, I think that so whatever I was doing became uh, whatever I wanted to be doing. You know, even it was even though would someone would think, oh, how boring. And what my parents assumed that I was like board stiff, you know, waiting for the food to arrive or I I was I was absolutely fascinated by all the activities I was doing, how how minute they were. But, you know, getting dressed, brushing my teeth, looking out the window, all of those things were just so absorbing that when my parents and friends came in because my parents sorry, my parents had to fly from Los Angeles in the middle of the night to to Edinburgh, not knowing if I was going to survive the operation, and then they stayed in the hospital. I was there for a few weeks. Um, so yeah, the it, the uh, experience was horrifying for them, and they imagined it was both horrifying for me and boring in the tedious parts of the hospital days. But I was spared both of those aspects. So it was. <laughs> right, it was I, right. I, I. We were just living in a, two different. But
3: the, uh, but, but yeah. the days post surgery. You had no ability to speak.
1: I had probably about 40 or 50 spoken words. Okay. And some of them were a string of words, so I could say some things in a row. But then I didn't know when I was speaking in gibberish, and that happened a lot. Right. Okay. Um,
3: but there was an ability to communicate.
1: Yeah, okay. to a certain degree. Right. But I couldn't read anymore. I, I had, and that was a, a big surprise when I discovered I was like opened a book and realized that I wasn't able to read it anymore.
2: Wow, yeah.
5: Was it foreign? Was there kind of like a sense of newness, everything that you were experiencing? Was it like, wow, what is this? I've never seen this before.
1: It wasn't like for the first time, but I mean, a lot of people would compare it to a drug experience. It's not so different than like, you just suddenly are like, why did I not know how amazing this was? You know, like, I was really interested in brushing my teeth. When, yeah, I, yeah. when, it, I, when I got started. It all sounds like acid. Yeah. Like <laughs> it really does. Ha- having, having done acid in the past, it's not a bad analogy. It, it's different because you don't have to say at some point, oh, but also I'm on acid. Yeah, right. Well, I should, I'm gonna, I should, I should remember that. Yeah. Uh, remember that I'm on acid. <laughs> uh, right. You know it was, it was really just such clarity um, and not a lot of narration and a lot. not, not a center uh, I didn't have myself at the center of it. I mean, it's a bit of ironic that I went on to write a memoir about it, but specifically during that period of time, I was so much l- not like myself. That is so
4: incredible. So <laughs> d- so dope. That's what's so great about the book. And, ah. and the book is also not just a sort of you know collection of events. But like you said, it's a, a memoir, and I admittedly am only halfway through it. But in the well, first half, at, at least, it's got some beautiful passages. I can't it's wait. it's beautifully Honestly, written, I can't and wait. um, I have, and so legit to of yeah. to the way that you're exploring these concepts of how language affects consciousness, and mm. and uh, language and identity, and um, just so many. Bells and whistles going off, and I don't want to t- uh, hijack the pod into a book review, but it's, <laughs> it's notable to just say that, you know, like, I mean, I would have the dream probably of saying, like, someday I'd really like to write a book, and I, it's completely impossible. I can n- barely even do my laundry, and I have never had brain damage. So, I, know, you know? I
1: know people <laughs> so- who who can or, definitely write books but not do their language or brain Shit. damage which is pa- I, specifically I a, related really, to um,
4: language and the ability to yeah. actually write you actually started this process of writing this book not being able to write speak or read right. words and you wrote a not just a book but a great book so it's oh. really quite an accomplishment it's really it's really legit right.
3: Oh, that's so sweet. That would be the ultimate end goal though when you're like I'm going to learn to read and write <laughs> and then you're like well, but what are you going to do at
1: the end I'll have a book to,
3: <laughs> to let everyone know that you're done reading and writing you're like I'm going to write this
1: book no, um, well, I'll watch commercials but, but can <laughs> I ask you this is the thing for me that really ahead,
3: that really resonated with yeah. me is you talked about this when you woke up you didn't you had this suddenly this ability to focus and be present to things because you didn't have this ability to have this second voice or uh-huh. this uh, inner dialogue, mm. inner narrative. Um, I talk a lot about my inner dialogue in therapy. Okay. Uh, no. I <laughs> yeah, mean, but it is. It's very a la well, mode, isn't it, to it, say, it is, to say,
4: well, I'm just be present, be in the present moment. Well, but moment. the idea that you and,
3: mentioned it from this place of mm. what I detected as a lot of freedom, the mm-hmm. idea that suddenly you were... Um, engrossed in the most banal things like brushing your teeth or this mm-hmm. and that, and I have a tendency to waste a lot of time in 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 getting involved in the sort of inner dialogue of uh-huh. things. Um, so I'm just curious because obviously this is a memoir where you had to reconstruct an aspect of yourself that you weren't necessarily so. Um, I guess in charge of or even aware of because at that point you know we, we're all our sort of cognitive abilities at some point there were our parents responsibilities mm-hmm. to some degree right and in the, in the education system and all these things so all of a sudden you have this awareness of yourself still but you have to construct this thing mm. but then the ability there's no second guessing right
1: um is well, it, gosh, that's a hard—that's a hard way to navigate through that.
3: Did um, it come back though? This thing of like, what's the thing? Well, this conscious because <clears throat> the way I see it is that inner dialogue has some.
1: Yes, it turned back on. If, if you're asking, it does. That. It turn back. Uh, yeah. It turns back on. Um, okay. But it happened so slowly mm-hmm. and so subtly that I wasn't aware of it. I wasn't like, "What is that? <laughs> what? What did? What? What did I just do?" But I actually think for someone who who had a real forensic reading of the book i think they would become a bit aware when that was sort of happening mm. even though i don't note because um this is an important part of the construction of the book i use the journals i was writing at the time right. so in addition to my my narration as this person right now who i am 10 years later there are these journals that I was producing unaware of how fractured my language was. So these things live side by side, these two different women, really, because I don't think the way that she thought, but I do have them side by side. Um, And I think someone could say it seems like she has more awareness at month seven or month eight. Um, Because at the beginning, I was just sort of producing at the very beginning just random words like kind of unrelated to each other even and they weren't words like sad or scared it's like narwhal and catherine the great like weird shit you know like um and I think part of that was people were trying to help me remember things. And it sort was probably...
4: of a sort of a dirty joke or something. I you know. were trying to write about Catherine the Great, right? Tsar, <laughs> in, I, in, in uh, one of your very Zara first. It, yeah. so you, she, <laughs> she used. I wasn't
1: writing. It wasn't a joke, but that was what I remembered she, about her. <laughs> yeah, she she used
4: the, the journal was one of the most helpful tools in the rehab process, and and in the first, uh, well, maybe throughout. As far as I know, I'm only halfway through the book but being uh, useful for you to be able to, even when you got hung up with something linguistically, that you could sort of solve it with your journal. So, But some of the very first ones are, isn't it something about the... This sort of strange <laughs> sexual fetishes that Catherine the Great had. and Which
1: apparently are lies. Apparently, is that right? who, yeah.
4: who's Who debunked it?
1: I, I think that... I don't think
4: we should take that away from her.
1: <laughs> I don't think that she liked it when people said that she had sex with horses. Mm. But did uh, she
4: have sex with horses is the question. Uh, probably she has a good not. rap sheet, though.
1: But that's, but so, so you don't, so, it's so I spelled. It's a badass move if so you're a queen I, <laughs> be like, I want to do it, whatever I want.
4: And everyone else in an age when, you know, I'm sure it was not really like, would not normally be allowed
3: to be. So, so the memoir, does the memoir employ these, um, Devices journal entries de- in a sort of chronological way? Is yeah, that sort of
1: absolutely. Where? So on the side of it, you can actually see these little shadows on the spine, not on the spine, not on, the, on the, um. Yeah, from from the from uh, Brian is is uh, flipping oh. it around, but strangely, <laughs> sort of haphazardly. So oh, the, oh. there's little like on the sides of the pages. Exactly, there on the side of the pages, there's like pock marks, uh, and those pock marks every see every time Our you get entries. to one are journal entries and what month that they were produced in. Oh, that's amazing! So. That's awesome um so you really could just like after you read the book you could like then flip around you could say oh what was it like in august and suddenly you could just yeah. pull it by the tab
3: oh yeah it's it, see it, re- it looks like the kurt uh cobain journals
1: oh i haven't read those yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not that i don't like kurt cobain everybody does
3: Everybody likes it. You guys that. have the same handwriting.
5: I'm, just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> I'm super curious about this process, though. Mm. I don't know for myself, if I think about some trauma that I've experienced or mm. something, maybe a year later, I'll hear a song that reminds me of that trauma, and I'll I'll kind of be a little melancholy, or, or I'll kind of yearn for that feeling again. When you mm. read these journal entries, do you ever, like, kind of miss the girl that you were when you were writing them? That's such a great question. Um,
1: hmm. I, uh, my, my, I'm inclined to say yes, um, because I don't know if I miss her. But I mean, gosh, there's so many things about a process like this that are paradoxical. It's a, it's a paradoxical endeavor to write about not being able to write. And, and even though I really loved the silence, I also really loved learning language Mm. so when there was a breakthrough and I remember what homonyms were homophones or you know I just was really like enjoying language like as I had as a child like full of this this sort of uh, excitable wonder you know um and I miss being able to feel that you know but I also and I miss being able to have that ready access to the quiet I mean I, I can sort of you know, purposefully put myself into sort of a much more meditative state and hmm. go through a sort of mindfulness practice. Practice, uh, you know, on a Zabutan. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but it's not a. Uh, it, it's it, I don't I don't just like slip into it. That's not my default anymore. Yeah. Uh, and that and th- there's something, it's uh, bittersweet because I, I also. I wouldn't have so many of the perfect things in my life right now. My husband, my child, my book, you know. So I don't think that I want to go back. In fact, I really don't want to go through this experience <laughs> again. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, there, there was something so unique to it, and I'm glad that I was able to experience it while it was happening instead of trying to brush it aside, you know what I mean? I think a lot of people, I'm not saying that, this is unique to my character. I think in many ways it was unique to my disorder, you know, Mm -hmm. but um, I just was able to really relish it instead of saying, like, I got to get out of this next stage. I got to get to the next thing. I got to get to the next thing. I've got to be back in my PhD program. I got to get back to being an actress again. I got to be able to memorize it. You know, I just didn't, I was not in any kind of rush, and I really loved the things that were happening. So, uh. I don't know if I miss her, <laughs> um, and I wouldn't want to go back that way. But I, yeah, there was there was a lot that was really beautiful that I I don't experience the same way.
0: And, but you say all that, and and now being a mom, like all of those things are the things that people who like myself or parents are trying so fucking hard to do is to be present (laughs) and to um, be conscientious of like the place that you're in and enjoy the moment that you're in without regard to the past or the future or whatever and so have you found that any of that experience kind of translates to being a mom and how that
1: how that works I don't know. You're I'm laughing. Never, I don't know. I've never done it before. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I'm so I'm so ill prepared. I don't know what to compare it to. <laughs> how old,
0: boy or a girl? Boy. And how old is he? Uh,
1: he just turned 11 months. Okay,
0: so yeah, very young.
1: Yeah, so he's like he's he's you know he's got a few words. He's got yeah. like three words, and I'm not in any rush to like have him. I mean, it's fascinating to see what comes up first. Yeah. Um, but I'm not. I just like how he likes things. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I enjoy that. And sometimes I wonder if there is some lasting deficit about you. You tell me you have something to compare it to every day that I see my child. I'm like, are you still here? (laughs) Like, I mean, I feel, I feel really good about it, but I'm like, Oh my God, you're still here. (laughs) Uh, And I'm like, and I'm like, like, do I, do I get some like, like temporal damage? Like, I'm like, why did, why am I so surprised every time? <laughs> uh, well, 11
0: months is still pretty new. I, I didn't know mm-hmm. he was that young, but I guess it'll be interesting to ask you that same question in a couple of years because the thing that I find You'll to be... you be on the pod
4: yearly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't we'll know we'll if you re- read re- the fine print <laughs> on it, but yeah, it's a yearly now. So it, but <laughs> but Never-ending kind of... It One of the, yeah, a reoccurring
0: guest. One of the things that I find to be the most difficult about being a parent mm. is, is just that is like every single person is like, it goes by so fast, cherish the moments yeah. or whatever. <laughs> and I'm really not that kind of person anyway. Like uh-huh. I'm not like, cherish. no, 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 no. no. I don't mean it like that. I mean like, lie. I don't look at time in the same way. I think that most people do uh-huh. like, I don't think the things. Uh, I think it's so unpredictable. Like some things fly by to me, and some things just seem like they take forever. Uh-huh. And I feel like it's not linear at all in my personal mind. Yeah. But w- one thing that I do check, like, feel like I have trouble with, is just being present in the moment. I think everyone does, really, mm. to some degree, right? But like with the kiddos, if you can just stop and sit down and just get on their level and, like, be with them, it's the best. Yeah. But when you fight it and say, like, oh, we got to hurry, or we got to <laughs> we got to get to this thing, or, uh, you know, you're going to have your nap in 15 minutes, so we got to do something for 14 minutes, or, you know, <laughs> what? and, like, actually use time in a linear way, which I think a lot of especially busy parents yeah. do, um, you tend to miss out on things, and I think that's why everyone says, oh, it just mm-hmm. flies by because you're kind of, Yeah. Not acknowledging.
1: You're sort of having an overlay, a different type of... Yeah. uh, You're
0: putting your own time constraints on it.
1: That's interesting because uh, this baby came at a very unusual time in every way. I was living abroad. The baby was born in London. The inauguration of the new president. Mm. He actually wasn't inaugurated until we arrived, but he... um, Donald Trump was elected. Oh,
0: we don't say his name. I don't
1: say it. I don't say it next to each other. I say the president or his name, uh-huh. but I don't smish it together. Mm. <laughs> if, if that makes anyone feel better, uh, um, I well, like to were, also say were... the word smish. smish yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: President Smish.
1: <laughs> That's appropriate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> resident smish face um
4: you were living in london yeah and Well, you the moved week, you moved back to altadena is, actually right
1: yeah but like it was I, I was not expecting that outcome yeah and i had just put all of my furniture and clothes on a slow boat to los angeles uh i was with you know, and Brexit just happened. Yeah, right? exactly. I was like, so "Well, good like, thing Please. I'm leaving England because yeah. Brexit." Oh, yeah, well. You know, <laughs> that I, looks
0: like it's in question now too.
1: I, everything is everything is so un- yeah. uncertain. But I was in a vacant apartment. I woke up three thirty in the morning. I was like, "I'm going to listen to the how well did she do?" You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and, and I was like, uh, I, suddenly my apartment was so. I don't know, treacherous. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, like I, all that vacancy seemed so horrible. I was like, mm. I've got to get that boat to turn around. Like, <laughs> I can't leave right now. No. I can't leave. Yeah. Um, so, and my husband um, had been working with Amnesty International, and he was, you know, leaving his position, and we were moving back to the United States. So it was like, actually, in both regards, you know, politically and personally, we weren't in our regular um, cycle anyways. So, like, my husband and I have both been really present for these 11 months for this baby. Like, Mm -hmm. we've both been doing part-time stuff, Mm -hmm. but we're not rushing anywhere. So I think both of us are,
0: like... Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, if there's a second baby, that baby is gonna be sh- like in the shaft. Like I, I, don't, I don't know how we, how it's Usually, we, how it works. Like I just don't know how we'd ever be able to like provide this. Like I'm also with my parents are down the driveway. Yeah. You know where? Oh wow, really? Yeah.
3: It's a, yeah, t- a timeshare re- that, scenario. That's where my
1: yeah. that's I I put the baby to sleep and I left my mom in the rocking chair and was oh. like, here's his monitor. I'm just <laughs> up the road. Awesome. See you in an hour. You know what I mean? I was like. My mom. <laughs> I could. I could ask yeah. my mom to come down the driveway. I, uh, so yeah. Um, I don't know how it's exactly related to brain injury, except <laughs> the <laughs> developmental stages of you know what happens in children in, in many ways mirror those of people who have brain injuries, and we can't overly simplify that because we never want someone with disability to be infantilized or or looked at. As not having you know, the same amount of worth value and individuality.
3: But there's got to be also the existential sort of component of, um, like we talked about, the idea that one day you wake up, you still have all your memories intact, mm. you're physically able, but suddenly you're aware that something that you could do, you can't do anymore
1: yeah but that it's interesting because i didn't know you more. didn't know yeah. that yeah. <laughs> right
3: you didn't know that but but it's a perfect I guess storm but i get yeah. yeah and i guess as a parent there's that weird thing of of maybe encountering something for the first time as and understanding it as being intentional when uh-huh. when you're a kid and you're like no this was just something i learned yeah um and all of a sudden you're like oh well i've there were people putting
1: these thoughts into my head? <laughs> <And> <laughs> well, there are people helping me learn how I, to do this I, stuff. Yeah, I certainly have like in praise of delusion. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like uh everybody should have some self criticism president's bish face could have a lot more <laughs> self-criticism mm-hmm. um but
3: yeah i was gonna say he has some some sort of uh, brain
4: disorder where yeah, it seems he like does, he's but, uh... yeah, I, I think, yeah i thought that's how you were gonna I, bring it I, back I you're know. like i'm not exactly <laughs> sure how this relates to the president's no, but, brain damage no but.
1: but i i think that um you know one of the first things a lot of kids say <laughs> when they have enough words to get a sentence they say i'm 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 big enough. I'm a big boy. I can do that. Mm. And you're like, no, you can't. Like no, you, like the, the almost the first thing you say is, I got mm. this. Right. You know what I mean? And you're and the parents are like, what? Ugh. No, you are definitely not. You do not get that. Um, <laughs> and and I think that at, I I'm not comparing my experience with anyone else who has acquired this, but at as myself, like I had that same kind of delusion. I thought that I was able, like this book, 10, ten years in the making. You know, the extenuating circumstances is uh, are are sizable you know yeah. having a major language disorder right, but, yeah, like i had to learn how to read and write <laughs> first right. so i could uh, finish this book right but i also thought minor barrier but but also thought my finish it,
3: date was dependent within on...
1: that book around like seven months in i'm like working on the memoir like i thought like good old memoir like i can write this well that's what
3: i was gonna ask was yeah. was there still an instinct intact that led you to actually feel compelled to to Because here you are you don't you don't <laughs> you have some version of language right, yeah. but you're learning it yet there's a compulsion to to journal like what where did that come from well, um, does that make sense by the way Am it I... totally
1: does, okay. no, no no, it totally does, um, and I don't bring this up often, but you know when I was working on the show, I had a journal, you know I was like. Right. A, I was getting things done. Uh but this was in many ways a a, a totally different impulse. This okay. was, you know, my speech therapist said write things down if you can't say them. Gotcha. So, you know, I was it, it was it was an instructional tool. It was a compensatory strategy. Right. Um what what the impulse if if that if there was a carryover and I'm not saying there was. I can't I can't I com- compare myself before and after. Right. I really don't know. But I will say that curiosity was the engine for m- both my recovery and the book because uh, I just was interested in it. I was interested in all of it right. as it was happening. And there's, um, you know, there's the first thing I was able to do. You know, a lot of people who go through brain injuries um have a lot of fatigue and like their memory span gets really, really short, um, happened to me definitely. And my speech therapist, when I moved back from the United States to, from, from the UK to the United States, I had to leave New York, the PhD program, my apartment, my boyfriend, um, my friends and start speech and language therapy three times a week at my parents' home. Um, or Sorry, staying in their home, but, you know, going to speech therapy in Sierra Madre. Um, and, um, and one of the things when I was able to read more than a couple sentences, when I was able to write a couple sentences, my therapist understood, you know, what, what my background was. And she was like, well, why don't you want to write a write a want an essay? Would you like to write an essay? And I was like, I don't, think, I don't know how I do that. I can't. I can't think anymore. And she's like, it's fine. I'll take all the time in the world. You can just, you know, I, I don't know if I asked for it or if she, or, you know, suggested it, but either way we, we were sort of on the same wavelength. Cause I just didn't think I could do it anymore. And, and she was like, I think you could do it. And the topic of this was like, people are trying to rush me. <laughs> like it was like, it was, it was about like the drawbacks of perseverance Oh, right. Because
4: she says, you said, well, I don't know. What would I write an essay about? And she's like, I don't, maybe like about...
1: A perseverance? Yeah, perseverance.
4: Because <laughs> she's trying to be encouraging and yeah. just sort of, no no fault of hers, but be, just, yeah. you know, just be nice about like, you're going to, you're conquering this yeah, big yeah. mountain right now. So maybe it's about perseverance. And you started, you were looking for his name, but you didn't, at least this is how you <laughs> described it in the book. You were trying yeah. to figure out his name. And you're like, the guy with the... Uh, New Mexico, boom, the, uh, boom, the Opa, oh, and she's like, um, Are you
1: talking about Oppenheimer? Yeah, and you're like, yeah.
4: And she's like, why? Like,
1: <laughs> why are you talking about Oppenheimer right maybe now?
4: Maybe perseverance isn't always a good thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> she, she, she was like, wow, I really didn't think you were going there. That's amazing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, but that's how I felt. It was like, everyone kept saying these things, uh, and no, yeah. no fault through their own, but like, It's hard when someone is encountering something massive and and you're invested in that person and you have a landscape of both fears and desires for that person. There are certain things a lot of people say. and Mm -hmm. Like, you'll be back to your old self in no time. Mm -hmm. And that one really got to me. I was like, I don't know who that person is and I don't know if I want to go meet Mm -hmm. her again and and why do I have to go back? Why no time? And like, uh, (laughs) and you'll... Yeah, it's just, I just kept thinking, like, don't they realize that this is great? You know, part right. of this is great. Hmm. You know, I, I'm i going in this direction. I, I promise that's where I'm headed. Yeah. But what, you know. You know that's no so
3: funny have because have, for me, I'm like, when you said this to me, I was like, that sounds great.
2: <laughs> I guess we've discovered there's two
3: kinds of people. Those that are like, you'll be back to yourself in no time and the people that are like me who are like,
1: that would be great. Well, I, I thought, Enjoy you the know, girl. I, I did. I Blank thought Blank slate. You're like, what? I just got to learn how to read and write again? It's true. I just thought, I, part of me thought that there were people were going to be jealous of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is, I guess. Wow, uh, that's
3: amazing. You actually thought
1: that? Yeah, there were moments where I thought, if anyone knew how amazing this was... wow. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, and why are they trying to rush yeah, this? Yeah, that's... Um, hmm. Because it was just... Um, you know, uh, God, I, I feel like I have to have a caveat as well, just because you, you have to have a certain amount of support right. to have that kind of feeling. Right. I was not desperate. I had a family that was able to, you know, financially like, take on this burden. Uh, I, you know, there, I didn't have to rush back to having a job. I, you know, I was in a PhD program, and they were like, oh, you can come back next year. You know what I mean? Like, I did not, but, you know, there was just things they could pause. And uh, and also, I was in a a medical system, at least for the first surgery, because, spoiler alert, there was a second. Um, But I was in a a not-for-profit health system, mm. so I did wasn't bankrupt by it. Do you know what I mean? They're just like, right. there are all these little things that really pile up and um, and it matters. All of those things matter because I wouldn't have those thoughts if I was desperate. Right, right. If right. I was scrounging, if I didn't have the the basic necessities. And I have met people who had the same disorder who their lives were upended. Do you know what I mean? They... they you know couldn't get on disability in time right. and their wife left them and uh, they couldn't raise the children anymore um you yeah know,
0: gnarly that's a lot
1: right it's a, a re- lot of suffering it's a really different of, experience yeah,
2: yep. yeah you're right
1: and i don't want uh i just don't want it to sound so uh technicolor um for for anyone by my, but myself Exactly in that situation. Well, yeah, there's
4: a there's a sort of uh, a, a double edged blade there where you're on one hand, people are saying, "I can't wait till you get back to your old self," and you're like, "No, I don't want to." Yeah,
1: who was like, that person? Yeah,
4: what do you mean? And and you know, it's no one would no one would ever say that to like somebody who you know joined. AA or something like that like you'll be back to your old self in no time you're like hey man screw
2: you <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to change here like, be, you know um, but it's
4: but but they but the assumption is that mm. since there was a trauma that it's that yeah. it's only a a disruption yeah. that is only yeah. suffering think, and once you exactly. get back then you would be back huh. you would be back Well, here it is you, you are I'm again ready. you
3: just learned language again <laughs> and someone gives you some pleasantry that's like yeah you know it'll it'll be good again instead of being like every day is a challenge man
1: yeah yeah well i just thought people would be saying that a little more often like you know Mm -hmm. isn't this amazing (laughs) (laughs) yeah but there's
4: i get as well what you're saying which is that and um is that that's partially was able to be the case because of the amazing support group that you had around you and maybe those in that role from their perspective to be more fair, something they did understand was like, hey, I want you to be able to take care of yourself again and not need so much support from me me specifically or from all of us, (laughs) you know, acting in to say, not to say, I hope you're back to normal or, or to diminish the feelings of what it was, but just to go like, yeah, but you also still like can't read. And so I need you to get Was the learning process
3: frustrating at all i mean i remember learning to read to some degree and i remember sometimes it being frustrating
1: well um it's easier it's if you've done it before because right. uh I, I mean there's there's like uh there's a part of the book where i was reading to my this was seven seven year old maybe eight year old cousin and you know she was like at her bigger adult reading books like meaning like Tinkerbell right. like this Adventures of Tinkerbell chapter books yeah exactly the right. chapter books I'm glad right. you remember right. um and and I realized right. that we were at exactly the same tempo we were stopping on the same words and then like she was reading a paragraph or a page and I was reading the next and she was like she came to her and she was like Taturana you know what's that and I was like I looked at it and I was like, Oh, I know what that is. That's um and I wanted to say tarantula because I, I had recognition. I was like right. Oh that thing and I was like tarantula, <laughs> Tarantella ta tat. You know, I was like I was like "What?" but I know that thing right. that thing. I I'm a grown person. That's a tarantula and I like had this like triumphant moment when I like arrived in it. But as a child if you get the word to tarantula, you're still like, yeah. And? Right. There's no memory of that. Right. Well, you have to learn and, it. That's the first and memory. is something good or bad or mm-hmm. ugly? Like. Right. Please explain. Um,
3: you already sort of had some inclination of context. Yeah. I, exactly. And
1: context is is really helpful because mm-hmm. I think as a kid you can still have those uh, excitements, but you also don't relish them the same way because you know, then you're onto the next thing and you don't know how to catalog at all. You know, like right. I don't remember all those amazing things because I've got to learn everything else. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there, there, there were a lot of really lovely moments, but where our frustrations, I, I, I often say it, I think it's true. And now sometimes I'm such a broken record that I am hoping I'm still speaking truth, but, um, I think it was much more frustrating when I got more things back. It wasn't about the the small amount of words, the scarcity, but the surplus. Because as soon as I got more back, people thought I was fine. Mm. So then they would want me to refine things. And, like, I really hated synonyms. I was like, what? I already said the thing. And they're like, no, but that's not exact. Is that exactly what you meant to say? You know, uh... it was so frustrating to be like, I thought Mm -hmm. we were all speaking the same language. I thought I was doing enough. But, you know, uh, it became really frustrating uh, trying to refine everything and and making it multiple interpretations, like realizing that I could write something and people might not understand it, even even though I was speaking English, you know? But also
3: the idea, too, that language also has, on a sort of person to person level there is context in that too in that we have memories so when you're like well but when you say those words I hear words and I hear brain injury too and, and you remember with so, that person you may have yeah.
1: they have a, you may say a word with a person that you have a bad experience with mm-hmm. and you're not going to remember necessarily but that word is a trigger word for them right you know what i mean like i asked my boyfriend at the time like can you just tell me what what kind of words we use in our fights cuz i just want to I just want to kind of remember, like, why our relationship was tumultuous. Like, I just want to, like, I'm not mad, I'm not angry. That
0: must have been an amazing question to answer. Yeah, Yeah,
1: he didn't, though. That was Uh the thing. It was just like, I, in many ways, he was just hoping we can have a reset button. He he wanted a clean slate, too. Yeah, he did. And unfortunately, it it doesn't quite work that way, like, because he... Was a custodian of a lot of information that I did not have, and that Mm -hmm. didn't felt ultimately that wasn't that couldn't work really. Yeah, sure.
0: This is a pretty good segue, just because I like to insert myself because I'm really important into the story. I think you're super (laughs) important. Um, (laughs) When (laughs) when Brian and I met you, we we randomly. Oh yeah, yeah. We we met you at a wedding. Uh huh. It was a great wedding. It was an epic wedding. I, I played, it was fun. I played records and Brian was uh, filming.
4: No, no, I was just sitting in the basement in that weird room. <laughs> oh, you were just with me. Yeah, so, yeah. side note, uh, we, this was at Ron Howard's house. Yeah, humble brag. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know if it's a brag. I sat in Ron Howard's yeah, basement Ron. one time. I,
0: he, he, I mean, he wanted to help you set up the smile booth. Yeah, that part was, That that part rolled. The day that, the day that
4: we met Lauren, because Michael and I met Lauren at exactly the same time, which we'll get to but I was frustratedly trying to put a pole into a chimera or a softbox <laughs> to go right. on to a... It, it, like the big um, the not big soft thing that hangs that. off of the flash <laughs> sometimes on a flash for photos for a smile booth. Shout and out to Whitney. Goes, yeah, shout out to Whitney for... for s- for, for that starting first, that, everything, <laughs> that
0: first that first gen smile booth. Yeah,
4: and uh, yeah, so I'm trying to put the softbox in, and this voice says, "Do you need a hand with that?" <laughs> and I kind of look up, and he, there's Ron Howard in his pajamas, <laughs> backlit by the morning sun, and he's
2: like, also, "God," is as though he was
4: like sleeping on just one side of his head because, like, the hair that is just on the side of his head is just sticking straight out, and he just had this, like, he really would have just helped me. I'm like, "Uh, no, I." i, gu- I guess i really could it. have helped you yeah yeah i think you probably knew what he was <laughs> yeah, doing yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> he actually was
1: ultimately Much way
4: more
0: qualified
1: <laughs> totally probably knew how to do it but
4: god it, damn I
0: mean. and that that like, basement room in his house so was yeah. like filled with like memorabilia photos of him and like Cruz and like fucking kidman and like <laughs> his pool table and his like jukebox which probably ultimately made me go buy a jukebox because his jukebox was so dope <laughs> It was like that old seven inch jukebox from the 50s probably from the fucking set of happy days oh, probably oh, so fucking, fucking amazing and like pictures of him with like on so many sets of yeah so many sort films. of
4: sort of normal style pictures like hey let's take a picture like just like you know for <laughs> film days but not like a nice super was nice his brother portrait. there cliff I just really, actually, just stayed in the basement the whole uh, time. Uh, <laughs> I, I that don't know. Is his
1: name, Cliff Howard? I saw Cliff. Cliff was there.
0: Yeah. All,
1: All
5: right. right. Loved anyway, Cliff. <laughs> well, it's I always, nostalgia.
0: Yeah. But so, so we we, we met. We kind of briefly met you at the wedding, or at least uh-huh. we acknowledged each other at the wedding.
4: <laughs> you and, did. I didn't. And then, yeah, we. Right. I left so then my, we. Went, I left my keys in in Ron Howard's basement and ran back in. And he was like actually sitting on them. I'm like, oh, I'm really sorry. I think maybe my keys are under there.
2: I was like, I'll see you later. Congratulations
4: on your daughter's wedding. Bye. And and so we go back. But by this time in in this small town in Connecticut, there's literally nothing open, not even a liquor store where we can get anything to drink. So Michael and I get back to the hotel where we see that they have a Sort of mini bar, yeah. Not a mini bar that's in the room, but like a little kiosk bar, similar to what you might see in Downstairs. like a airport, like at the lobby, but like yeah. not a bar, just like a little kiosk fridge thing. Yeah. But they have these little bottles of champagne. Well,
0: so everyone had beat us there and cleaned the entire fucking <laughs> no beer left up. at all. Beer yeah. was gone, like the wine was gone, everything was gone. There was just champagne, and they were only mm. small bottles, like single single issue. So
4: we (laughs) just bought all of them. Single serving as well. Yeah, we we bought all of them because we're like, well, I don't know. I mean, I think this is the right move. And then (laughs) I don't even like champagne. Yeah, funny. I
1: I thought I got one too. How could no, no, no?
4: no. Well, you just strolled up as we are just taking (laughs) this handful of small bottles of champagne to the lobby. We both have our arms full, and you just said, (laughs) "We're like, we're we're buying all of it." Excuse me, gentlemen. (laughs) Can I ask you where you're going with all that champagne? I don't remember that's what, that. That's what, you, that's what you said. Or no, actually, no, no. I'm sorry. He said, can I ask you what you're planning on doing with all that champagne? And because I was just a... Who am I? ...insisted on being an incorrigible flirt at all times in those days, I said, well, I was hoping to pour it all over your feet in the bathtub or something weird like that. And you're like, no, oh, you my said God. God. No. Her feet. Ryan, you said that? He I think said, something like that. He said,
0: I was planning on bringing it to your room. <laughs> oh, is that what I said? Yeah. Oh. Well, it, it, some, some,
4: some way that it, some way I was just trying to weird you out enough. And then I realized, oh, that actually is super weird. But anyway, to not be like super weird, we are going to go drink these together. And you're welcome to come, even though I don't know you at all. And we're in a hotel. But you can stop by if you want. Yeah. And, and like just left our door open thinking, well, that was weird. I really weirded that lady out.
1: I, and I, I have to be equally weird to come, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
5: no,
0: no, no. Well, uh, hold on a second. We just bought every... Every last drop of alcohol
5: <laughs> I in an entire them.
0: hotel room She's after a really dope wedding.
5: Equally so. weird or an alcoholic? No, Can't I, actually, I actually think
1: it was neither one of those things. I think that it actually probably was related to the brain injury. Like, I couldn't <laughs> catch up with my friends. I was like... I think there was a plan after parties, like people were doing things, but I just like couldn't quite. Yeah, let, let's so let's it,
0: place this on the timeline because this it is definitely like had nothing to do eight, with Brian's charm. years then. ago, <laughs> no, no, it definitely this is like eight, I remember it being like, oh, well, that was weird.
1: He didn't seem to be a killer, and he was sharing a room with that guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like he's like points at me and says, "Well, we're gonna go drink it together." Oh
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Well, so somebody's, like, somebody's having up. a party. I'm
0: happy to pour some of it on your she's feet." She's like,
3: "Well, before you guys make love, can I have?" a few swigs
2: <laughs>
0: yeah it was i think it seemed probably seemed like we were gay yeah
4: we're taking all the champagne to our room i i really don't <laughs> and so uh, whatever Rode, Rode my,
1: my my long long ex like friend at that point but ex ex was there and he was like trying to get Ju- judy greer to sleep with him at no night butt. And it seemed like he was making serious headway. Um, But like I had also lost him. He was like, I was staying in his room, but I had lost him. And there was an after party. And I think (laughs) Judy had decided, no, thank you. Uh, And so I was like, I don't know. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, maybe Judy was the other. That might have been the second Howard wedding at the house. I don't remember. Whatever it was, I could not reconnoiter with anyone I knew already. Oh, is that a... That's a, so funny. I feel like
3: Judy Greer plays that girl in all
0: her movies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> She's great. She seemed lovely. and She's and, awesome. I love her. And that. my ex has some charms, fan. but yeah. I, you know... Yeah. I, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> to the beef of
0: the story, because it doesn't stop there and where we found out that you were going to be our friend for the next 8 or 9 or however many years annual and, and from here on out be our annual guest was the fact that somehow by some stumble of fate yeah. you acknowledged or or gave us this tidbit of information that you were hung up and... And oh like yeah. simultaneously, oh, dead,
4: dead, dead no, she did. She did say. She sort of casually said something like, "Well, you know, I had brain surgery." No, uh, no, no, and no. It was no, like, no, no, no. I know. She actually did say that, and we both just kind of went, "Ah, No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> I don't know. You're remembering it wrong. No, no. Yeah. I re- I remember it right. I know the part that you're. Ta- I know the part that you're talking it's about.
1: The dead ringer part. Yeah,
4: it yeah. Dead ringer. yeah. And 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 that I remember. And that you were, yeah, you were saying, you were telling us how you're sort of fascinated with the. Uh, uh, Embarrassingly enough, I always mix up the two words, etymology and entomology. Etymology? Etymology is history of words, and entomology is bugs? Study of bugs? Anyway, whichever one it is. It the was, re- it was the etymology idiom, of idioms. Idioms
0: oh. and... and
4: um, yeah, and so, and you start, you start saying, did you ever um, hear the did you ever know the history of why somebody would say, blow smoke up your ass? (laughs) And I said, no, I don't know about it. What's the history? He said, well, back in the day when people used to die because essentially what i would say now is because people were so fucking stupid that they couldn't tell if you were dead or not um which seems like super basic medical knowledge but whatever there was a whole period of time where yeah there was no yeah there was no medicine in period people couldn't even tell if you were dead yeah a A doctor i don't know i'm pretty sure he is it's like well let's bury him well should (laughs) we because what (laughs) if he's not that would be pretty (laughs) fucking scary right yeah (laughs) well anyway let's just put him in in, and lauren's going on and on about this well let's just put him in a tomb and so that way he's not buried and then what we can do is we could tie a string (laughs) to his hand and it starts to become clear to me that she's actually telling me the history of a different idiom (laughs) which is not blow smoke up your ass but of dead ringer which is that sometimes if you were dead and you weren't actually dead you'd start going like uh and then it would ring a bell outside of a tomb and people would be like oh he wasn't dead let's (laughs) get that guy out of there so but it just Complete, And I, I don't think I've ever actually fully had my foot as far That's in crazy. my mouth as that night, maybe, Lauren, which is just like, I was like, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. You're talking about dead ringers, right? And you're like, oh, yeah, I uh, sometimes I mix up my idioms and I'm just like, what kind of fucking brain do you have like and just, just real, real 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 just, quick
0: for our yeah. listeners at home my look on my face was the same as Phil's <laughs> just was which is just jaw dropped all the way open eyes wide and I was like whoa, I see where this is going right here. And I couldn't even insert a fucking word. And then you guys no, just went Brian, into no. it. Yeah, and I was, I, was, I was losing it in a way that I
4: thought was a fun a fun way, which is just that you are an ex- a, a strange eccentric, which you are in a way, I think, anyway. But then I was just like, what kind of brain do you have? How could you talk all that time about this thing? And it's actually this other thing. And you're like, I had brain surgery. I'm Twice. Like, uh, uh, what? Oh, I'm really sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> and we ended up being friends anyway, which means you, you were a very nice person. To,
1: <laughs> to... We had a nice time. Yeah, it was, yeah it
4: was really good. Yeah.
1: I knew I had brain surgery. I, I you
4: wasn't... guys are like... Yeah, a... just we did. Oh.
1: Yeah. 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 We, just had to, we had to get over really that sorry. hurdle. I'm
4: really sorry about that. I. Uh... It's okay.
1: I, it's, all is still forgiven. So, and I was glad I that we had book
4: what I had all the time. I a uh, etymology know. of it idioms just last night in hopes of coming up with some uh, uh, idiomaniacs or something Uh. like that. What a
3: natural way though to have a conversation (laughs) to start a conversation about brain surgery to be like I what kind of you might you? have crossed your idioms.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, oh,
3: pardon me. Um, it must have been the two brain surgeries I've had.
0: And I'm not, it's you know, no joke it's that like, I oh, was. It's oh. like, I don't
3: know how else you talk about surgeries, uh, unless there's like a glaring scar, you know? <laughs> or or you're my mother and you're just, it's very du jour at her age to be like, so my friend had an eye surgery. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about surgeries. All my friends are having them,
0: you it, know? It, it was so incredible
1: to I be did have si- a, I did have a giant scar, by the way, but it was hidden by a oh, curtain of hair. It. Right? Yes, giant scar. But
3: by the end of the night when you're best of friends, you're like,
2: look,
1: check this out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I told check you, that up, was bro. the
3: first surgery. I, that one went well. That one went real well. But,
0: but to sit on the sideline of that conversation, <laughs> knowing exactly what was coming, but feeling like you're in a dream where you, you open your mouth and nothing comes out. And I was like... like <laughs> And then and then you were so graceful and funny about it. And we laughed so fucking hard for so I think I think they actually came and told they us to shut up. They did actually
4: to come we got a ho- we got a complaint because we were just rolling on the floor. We were laughing about so fucking hours. hard oh and the like God. security
0: from the hotel, yeah, came and shut us down. It was just the three of us we weren't Whoa. even playing any music. We were just laughing. I can <laughs> awesome. also
4: understand how you got it mixed up because blow smoke up your ass is basically the same thing. Which is that That's they used so to be fun. that used they to be a medical so Practice where I'm like, I'm about to die, and they'd be like, You know what, my perk him up as if we we get a bunch of tobacco smoke like an entire bellows bellows full and stick it up his ass (laughs) and blow literally blow a bunch of tobacco smoke up his ass even somebody who's about to die is like whoa
2: what the
4: fuck did you just do to me and like he feels great he's fine like oh he's dead of course he died right after (laughs) (laughs)
2: let's try putting
4: cocaine up his ass (laughs) next time and see if he
2: perks up I mean it's essentially the
4: same. I get why you could get it mixed up. Now, yeah, right? I, I call it blow coke up your ass. <laughs> stop blowing coke up my yes. ass. Is that, a Nick's, is that it's a it's a Stevie Nicks true. style? Is. That is accurate. But but hold on a second. It
1: was when they thought you were dead. They're like, is he dead? Because well, the bell
4: thing isn't working that good. Uh, right.
1: no, no. Maybe maybe you're not going to be put in the tomb yet. They're not going to be in the tomb until they've thrown some smoke up your ass.
4: You uh, can't even play dead if no. somebody sticks a bellow full of pure tobacco, no filter. Oh, good it's like God. fucking It's like in two cases of Marlboro Reds right up your ass.
0: You can't play dead for you're that. You're definitely going to at least groan. Oh, oh, you're to do oh, something. Okay. You're gonna giggle or something. <laughs> oh, I was just—I was joking, you guys. But sorry, what guys. the fuck are you trying to do?
4: Sorry, guys. Seriously, just please leave me alone, though.
1: <laughs> it turns out this is just as funny as it was eight years ago.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah right.
3: When you met these guys, were you writing the book then?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I was writing the book. I'm sure. I thought it was close to done. <laughs> I, th- I thought that for all ten years. Uh, yeah now it's done yeah i get nothing else yeah. <laughs> well thanks
4: for listening well, to coffee yeah <laughs> well we're like well we're like well what's what's next um we got a thing called coffee taco beer yeah where oh i like we the sound of that you, can i
1: have them all together <laughs> yes
4: <laughs> wait but um
3: i did want to say uh this does sound like a great movie
1: and tell your friends yeah,
3: well, um, but is I, that I could,
1: I could use one more paycheck, right? So that is <laughs> yes.
3: like the movie option. That's
1: yeah, yeah. There's there's people because I'm like there's, I feel I, like I, I don't t- stay yeah. I don't stay plugged in. But there's yeah. people who are what that,
3: exploring. What's that movie, Bry, with uh, Robert De Niro, Awakening or something? And... Oh yeah,
1: that's about all. That's oh. one of Oliver Sacks' most uh, famous um, case studies. Oh, there we go. Uh, with uh, Robert uh, De Niro. De Niro. Um, yes, but... Um, Robin Williams. M- Robin Williams playing uh, the Oliver Sacks character. Right, yeah. They became very close friends in that.
5: That's
1: great. In, the, in, the, in that movie, uh, in the screening of that movie. Although he's not obviously playing an Englishman, a gay Englishman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but nice. It's a great movie.
4: Yeah, not to to try to link them together in in any uh, clinical way or whatever, but yeah, diving bell and the butterfly comes great, to mind great. in a way as well. Yeah, yeah. Especially great, but- his first experiences of answering back oh. mm-hmm. when he and it's just due to paralysis, but the the language is alive inside his head. And they say, are you so-and-so? And he says, yeah, my name's this. And, okay, well, and he can't—he doesn't even realize that he he's hasn't said speaking. anything. Yeah, right. He's like, what do you mean? Why can't you hear me? Can you so hear me? Oh and it's God. just like, and it's just going, it's only in his head because he's a great, total paralysis except one, locked one, in. one locked eye. Locked in
1: syndrome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Have you seen that movie? have yeah. you seen that movie yeah. oh, love it. it. Do you know yeah. that's a book as well? Beautiful. Another yeah. completely yeah. triumphant yeah. book just in the creation. Maybe Brian can make your movie. Yeah, sure. I don't think Lauren will trust me because one time I made a a I shot an interview. I shot an interview with her and then never edited it. So probably I ruined the option for the movie Mm. on that one. I couldn't follow through with a sixty-second interview cut.
0: (laughs) That would be like like kind of the ultimate conference call podcast exclusive though if you just locked up the, the, option <laughs> the right film right now and, and... <laughs>
3: <laughs> we, are, we do want you to know that there is a high rate of our podcasts turning into the movies.
1: movies so <laughs> Our movie person at Simon and is yeah, yeah. so, going to love that yeah. of, Good, a, of our first yes.
0: seven episodes yeah, yeah five have now.
3: you heard of the franchise Fast and
4: Furious <laughs> 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 there,
1: there's the eighth right I'm the eighth yes <laughs> yeah yeah we
0: got you. Fate. Fate. Right, fate so, of
1: the Furious. So tell me about these tacos. Yeah,
0: let's talk coffee, taco, beer.
4: Coffee, coffee taco, beer is just your chance to uh, touch my, on my one favorite? of these three uh, favorite categories. So coffee being... What what's up with your coffee game these days? Or are you a tea person? Are you an early?
1: I don't understand. I have to isolate which one I want to talk about. No, 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 go ahead. We're gonna go. We're
4: gonna we're gonna gonna go through all all three.
1: Okay, favorite taco fish taco. Uh, not a question uh, that's an answer okay is there fish a specific taco. place Statement,
3: yeah. is there a specific place because yeah I
1: california like... <laughs> but
3: even no, more no, specific it
1: doesn't have to be because i got the spot
3: i got a spot for you then if oh you good like, if you like fish this one? is the point of is the it, game is, 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 is it, for phil is it, to be is, like it, i it, got a spot is, for it, you is okay it, is <laughs> is
1: it senor fish
3: no um no definitely not if you don't know about ricky's fish tacos no, it's I a truck. Know, that's definitely the one. And Ricky's is the spot. Right now, I think they're on like Fletcher Drive. There's the park over there by the tennis courts and like Fletcher over there. Ricky's. Fish Ricky's Trugger. Fish
1: Taco. Um, okay, Fletcher. Is like, Glendale? you know, Fletcher, Fletcher. Yeah, it's
3: like, uh, it's the border of, I guess, where you, where like Eagle Silver Lake. Silver Lake and Echo Park. Okay. Echo Park, Glendale. I'll go yeah. with that far for a fish
1: Even, taco for yeah. sure.
3: Yeah, they're the jam. It yeah, is, yeah, that, yeah, it's, that, it's that working. It, but you ones. just
0: have to find him on the old Graham. All right, the grill.
3: (laughs) Shout out to Ricky's Fish (laughs) Taco. I'm also
4: going to do a shout out to Best Fish Taco in Ensenada as well. Yeah, they're great. And mostly, I mean, as much as the fish tacos there are good, the customer service there is excellent. There it is. If you order order four, he only makes you two and says, we'll come back when you're close to Uh, done with the two so the next two are hot. I triple dog
1: dare you to ask for a fish taco in London. They'll, they'll just be like fish and chips <laughs> no, yeah. I and you're just... like
4: yeah kind of but inside
1: so... of a tortilla they're like mmm
0: yeah don't worry it's yeah. coming with globalization
1: no yeah. no it's not <laughs> they're about 15 years behind other health food stores too I was like, "Oh, this is sweet. It's like it's like California 15 years ago. Like the health food stores still smell of alfalfa vaguely. Like how oh, they wow. used to, like you know, how they used to smell. Sure. Alfalfa
3: is <laughs> so old guard of health food. I know. I, like, <laughs> <laughs> I think you like we alfalfa. have moved on. I know. We've got all sorts. We're so We
1: have yeah, discovered at least seven sp-
4: more <laughs> superfoods. <laughs> yeah,
1: just this week.
4: Morningstar, star, come on. Yeah, I'm like. Do do they
1: even know that we've extracted milk from nuts? Do they know that we can get milk from nuts? I'm going to tell you something that actually happened in my local Sainsbury's grocery store in London. I walked into the beans aisle, and listen, there are a lot of beans. They have beans for breakfast all the time. A good practice, but it's always Heinz. And i not a huge fan, but fine. So I went to the bean aisle, Isle of Beans, and I said, "Ooh, oh. the old Isle of Beans." They <laughs> also have the Isle of Sweets, and I was like, um
4: "The Isle of Skies." Is there is,
1: <laughs> is there any black beans here? And this woman looked at me befuddled. A black bean, and I was like, "Yeah, black black bean, a bean that's black." They're like, "Yes, black beans." And she's like do you mean black eyed peas? And I was like, no, I mean exactly what I said. Do you have any black beans? You know, they've got in Mexican food, I guess, and definitely in, you know, Chinese, black beans, black beans. She's like, it's like, very like, ethnic. I've never heard of a black bean. Mark. <laughs> Mark. Have you ever heard of a black bean? And it's like, black bean? Does she mean black only beans? I, so I,
2: like, so I was like,
1: okay. <laughs> so like, you're not you're not gonna find a fish taco yeah. anywhere near that. Those four years, sand fish taco. So there yeah, you right. go. You're Happy right. back.
4: So right, you're coffee. back.
0: You're glad to be back. Yeah. So coffee. Do you make coffee at home? Do you buy coffee at the coffee shop? Are you a coffee snob? Do you just have Folgers?
1: Oh, okay. I am not a coffee snob. All right, next question. Wait, but hold You can't say pass too, by no, the way. No, but, but actually my father is. And while we're sharing this like compound, which is a compound, there's like several subletters. There's me, there's baby. There's my brother, my, my parents retired last year. So they moved the office into my old bedroom. So there is usually about 11 people. Wait,
0: just real quick. Is this the place where you grew up as well? In uh, I
1: moved there when I was 16, yeah. So I okay. didn't actually grow up there. Where so much. were you born? Uh, Hollywood.
0: Okay. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're you're yeah. Cali native. Okay, yeah. got it.
1: So, but my father is, like, incredibly, like, frustratingly, like, strict about his coffee. He always uses mm. two different beans. My kind of guy. That he has to blend... Individually, like he can't find a bean that is work for you know off the stuff. Like something has to be a Kona, and then the other one is always very specific. Whatever it is, it's some other dark bean that is robust in the melody. A dark and the, bean. Yeah, yeah. So whatever, <laughs> and he always has to grind it every morning. And always has to be in a certain type of coffee grinder, and like the the machine. When I make coffee on my own, like I'll I'll sometimes grind the beans. I don't. Mm. I, I'm, I'll do that. I'll make the effort. But he will, like, he'll, like, he has all these brushes to clean out all the machines. Both mm. the, like, gr- brushes for the actual coffee machine, one for the coffee grinder. Everything just has to be, like, then put away. And he's, like, it is a very good cup of coffee. And I have it several times a day now.
0: Is he like that in other parts of life as well? Or no, specifically coffee? Just the coffee. I love that.
1: Uh, and, and one of the exes, he, uh, apparently was an alcoholic i was not aware but then again we drank a lot in college so who would know one from another uh and then he became you and your dad drank a lot in college (laughs) uh sure yes i'm sure he did but we were not in college she's saying one of one of her
4: exes yeah Uh,
1: he he's the only one who rivals my father with his coffee snobbery like Mm. he's got like a chemistry set like there's beakers (laughs) There are Love things, it. Love it. And, I, and I was like, "There <laughs> are things." I was like, so, "No, there's like there are temperatures that are being taken." Yeah, I was like, it's "What important. are you?" And it's not even for milk. He's not even steaming the milk. He's just got beakers, and I, I was like, "This is because of the drinking, right?" He was like, "Yes, a hundred percent." I just have <laughs> to keep myself occupied for this beverage to make it special. It so, does.
0: It does change a lot. I. It's crazy. It's like wine. I. I mean and I'm also what I, not I don't know fan. a lot about wine but from what I know about it like the 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 temperature is very specific, when you pick the grapes, very specific, where are the grapes grown, all that bullshit, the soil, the whole thing. But coffee really is like it is what that What school the grape
3: went to?
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously. What was that GPA? Mm-hmm. All right,
0: let's skip right on over to the old booze.
1: Um you said beer not booze. Yeah, beer yeah. but it's, it's just it's a, a the category is can booze. be anything.
4: It could be about wine, it could be about anything. It, be it could what be what you're about...
0: drinking or a bar. I, I love
4: or... in the I love in the book or that the what bar. you smoking? Yeah. So yeah, it's so it's so it's so tripped out to be reading the book and hear your voice while I'm reading it, uh-huh. which is yeah. one thing that Lena and I were talking about, it's yeah. strange because you yeah. also might be talking about How you can't hear your voice in your head, Mm -hmm. but I'm hearing your voice in my head while I read you talking about it. Yeah. Strange. But it's also it's I love the I love the like Everest and Rancho Bar references (laughs) because conference call is recorded in a small cabin in Altadena. And mostly no one would know anything about that or have any reference. You wouldn't normally be reading a book about it. And interviewing the person who wrote the book about it. Oh, and so she's um, talking about local bars,
1: oh, about the bar that's walkable. just like uh,
4: yeah. next to the one Patron, we're going yeah. to right now. Sure, yeah, I'm <laughs> gonna no, right really
1: right after. <laughs> Yeah, so that's uh yes. It it has that Altadena flair. There's there's absolutely Altadena centric parts of that book. Uh, so I didn't drink at. All after for a little while, like I just until you met Brian
0: I and I in that damn hotel night. lobby. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Excuse me, gentlemen. What,
1: what are
0: you planning on doing with all that
4: champagne? Well,
1: what does what does do? What does anyone do with bottles like that? I've never really no, drank we, before. We drink but... them. <laughs> <It> sounds
2: okay. <laughs> <laughs> i to try. I love to try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um,
1: I, I, I just uh, I'm not a heavy I'm not a heavy drinker. Any I but I uh, next question. Uh, <laughs> there is no other question. I I have wine, mainly like nearly daily. Uh,
3: You're not a yeah. boozy memoirist. What kind of no. memoirist no. are you? You're not the boozy kind. Yeah. yeah, I
1: I I here's what I think about both <laughs> wine and coffee. I'm so sorry to say. And wine, even more than coffee. That, you know, there's been several psychological studies saying that even the best sommeliers can be um, tricked. By just the bottling and like the shape of a bottle. The, oh, absolutely! Yeah, the packaging. They, yeah, they, they, they,
4: they regulate it themselves to say mm-hmm. they blind taste it. They pour yeah. it out of the bottle that it came in into a different bottle. Yeah. So that they're all the same, so they can't be affected
1: by it. Yeah. But the fact is, like they, <sighs> they, they okay. still sometimes. We're like, we're they, all they, we're all prey to that. They, they yeah they sometimes go that is delicious and like, that's Trader Joe's <laughs> yeah.
3: Occasionally, huh. a dark bean gets by Michael. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Sometimes he doesn't even know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just in the mix, just that one bean though. Yeah,
0: I really sent some apricot here.
1: No, so here's here's the wine I had at the uh, the There's the reading. I I I bought <clears throat> swear to God. So I'm not. I don't have any snobbery to report about wine, but I am specific. Like I like it or I don't like it. And for the reading, which was a, a really beautiful event, as, as Brian beautifully described it, some people were, had to stand in line. Some <laughs> 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 I'm
2: sorry. I'm sorry I play? can describe it so much
5: better. <laughs> yeah, it, was, ahead, Plus, uh, yeah. it was beautiful. It was, all, I mean. All the like, Pasadena Playhouse pa- and it, outside. Exactly. And it was kind of, there were like twinkly lights all like draped twinkly between lights. the buildings. And there was mm-hmm. live music. And there was. Um food, a nice little spread from the local farmers market. True. Everyone was very friendly. It's very Love like it. local feeling. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea if I assumed at least 50
1: people would show up. I didn't know if it would be as many as 350 people will show up because Romans, the Pasadena Playhouse, co-produced it. And I was like, they didn't give me any money, but they co-produced it. Um and thank you for that. I didn't need the money. Thank you for your patrons, if you're listening, those three people. Uh, <laughs> says, uh, Love uh, that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, just got busted on the pod but,
4: by Romans. But pe- <laughs> but
1: Pen also but was there cool too. too. It was just like you know, I I had to, like it, it was, was amazing. That's it was awesome. Very no, but cool. it was but it was, it was really awesome, beautiful, right? Beautiful. But like not knowing the size of the crowd yeah. was a problem like yeah. cuz i had a much bigger venue the Pasadena Playhouse offered the place for free which that place if you rent that is like 2500 bucks so i was like okay well, this is awesome but now i actually have to provide for right. all these people right
3: yeah, you don't want an so, awesome empty spot yeah right. so i
1: so i went through um, you know all the local like Trader Joe's Bevmo uh, and Whole Foods, surprisingly because they had we had one wine that was you know in the consideration. but like you know just trying to find a bottle that I could buy eight, eight to nine cases of and like have extras or have it drank all that night. So I I had I went on a massive tasting. Your test. first, yeah, your mm. first
4: your first glimpse at volume. Yeah, Next book,
3: yeah. we're going to get you a liquor sponsor. No worries. Yeah. <laughs> Most would, of and... our podcast guests, this is another quick fact, <laughs> they usually leave with some sort of uh, sponsorship
0: deal. So. They bring us a gift like, I don't know, a book for uh, each of us or mm-hmm. something like that. <laughs> Although I have a <laughs> feeling Lumosity a is going to
3: approach you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I have a feeling Lumosity yeah. is going to approach you.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Brain games and exercises sounds like a good thing. Yeah.
0: i've got that on my phone
1: see you? i did That's yeah great.
0: yeah well uh lauren thank you so much for doing this with us this is
3: awesome i can't wait to read your book honestly yeah, yeah I'm i really appreciate it. it
1: thank too. you for having me here oh yeah, yeah shameless plug time okay, uh so go yeah. ahead
4: and get a stitch of time by great. lauren Marks. uh how do you prefer people buy it on the internet machine or in a in a brick and mortar scenario or what
1: Okay. Directly if, from your I, website, if, <laughs> if yeah, right you, from the, from
4: your site or from Amazon. Or? Well,
1: so I can't. You can't get it from exactly my site. You can go through my site, and I, I recommend people do so because it was really designed for a lot of interaction, especially um, for every kind of um, viewer, but specifically people who also had language disorders. So. It's been enabled to have text to speech, so any page can speak back to you if you wanted to. It doesn't just start talking to you because I don't like that either. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, awesome. um, but and it that also side has is... some some beautiful collaborations. Um, some excerpts from the books that have been animated and orchestrated. So mm. I I definitely want people to go to a stitch of time dot com. Um, stitch
0: of time can...
1: Yes, a stitch of time, not a stitch in time. A mm-hmm. stitch of time. Um, and How there's a reason the old... for that in the book. Oh,
0: sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you
1: can definitely go on the Interpatron. But if you're doing that and you like it, I strongly plead to give me an Amazon review. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 For sure, yeah. Because, yeah. because that does things. It does things mm-hmm. in the intertron world. Mm-hmm. Or go to your local bookstore and, and uh, enjoy. Yeah. So, I like Romans. I recommend Romans. For sure. Hey, if you're local. <laughs>
0: Well, um,
4: I <laughs> mom, I don't. I don't mean got one. to.
0: Uh, I don't mean to blow coke up your ass, but <laughs> we're we're awfully happy that you were here, and we we're 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 really stoked for you that like that from just seeing us in the hotel lobby with arms full of mini bottles of champagne until uh, fast forward eight some odd years later. You wrote a fucking book, man. That's rad.
1: Thanks, man. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. to be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry, things will, you'll be back to your old self soon. Enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of those selves, one of these days.
3: Yeah. And don't worry, the podcast will get better from the book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. That was really
0: fun. Um, so you can uh, you can find this on iTunes, and here's the thing about. Uh since you know since you said throw us a recommendation on yes. Amazon mm-hmm. go to fucking iTunes and, and smash that you. five star button so that we can get highly rated. I'm doing that right. as soon as I get home. Subscribe mm-hmm. to the motherfucker and then tell a friend about that and tell them to go smash that five star mm. button.
4: I'll
1: smash it. Smash it. Good night. Smash it. <laughs> I'll smash that face. <laughs> smash. All right.
4: Hey. We did it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Thanks, Thanks, guys. guys.